Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not super comfortable with Tingle, especially the Tingle from Legend of Zelda. Hello friends and welcome back to Red X, your source for the freshest daily cringe content anywhere on the internet. Promise, swearsies, it's just a fact and it's totally science. Go ahead and look it up. <laughs> Today we're diving into r slash tales of neckbeards, but actually it comes from a personal subreddit r slash red x reads and you might have known from the title that this is a squid related story but no it is not octopreg beard it is actually the scoop on shade squid billy written by user electrical fennec who wrote the serpent beard sagas he's got a couple of these little one-offs and he's like you should read them you should read them and i'm like all right now today is the day <laughs> i'm gonna jump in and i'm gonna read them when they were first posted they were way too beefy so i asked him to uh, cut them up just a little bit so I wasn't making like, you know, one and a half hour videos on just one story, which would have been nice, but it's a lot of work for my editor and myself for that matter. So he obliged, he cut it up, and I'm going to uh, repay his efforts by giving his stories a read. So big shout out to you for posting them up. There's only two parts, but uh, part two will be along on another day. So we'll have that to look forward to. But with all that said and out of the way, let's get some plugs and disclaimers out of the way, and then we will dive right into some of this Tales of Neckbeard's cringe. Sideburn Story 1. You like that? That's on brand. That's nice. <laughs> the Scoop on Shade Squidbilly. The Douchebag DNA Donor. Side A, Alionis DeClaude. Oh god, DNA donor, we're gonna have to worry about baby beards in this one? Come on, man. <laughs> Excuse me, is this a sperm bank? This is a reposted version of a tale that I already posted, and then I cut it into two parts to make it easier to digest for any new readers and for our man Red X to one day read. Today is the day. This is side A of that story. As always, the names have been unchanged, but the events and locations described within are unaltered. There are heavy themes ahead. This story deals with domestic abuse, so please be warned. Yes, you've been warned twice now. Well, it's time for another true tale from the life of your friendly pop culture referencing Reddit hood, 
Electrical Fennec, also known as Raiga on Patreon. <laughs> Recalling the events of Serpentbeard made me realize that there was another tale to tell alongside it, as these events occurred parallel to Serpentbeard. The story of my sister's exodus from home and into the arms of the son of a bitch known as Shade. <sighs> Thing is, I wasn't really sure if this counted as a traditional neckbeard tale. In case it doesn't, I'm instead posting this directly to Red X's sub as a Red exclusive. Oh! Brand recognition is everything, my Reddit reading dude. You, you're nailing it. Sideburn story, Red exclusive. I gotta put these into the rotation. <laughs> Where's my notebook? I gotta write this shit down. So, get ready to come along on this tale of beard-adjacent douchebaggery that we shall label as a sideburn story. I mean, does beard-adjacent count? I guess it does. We will pass our judgment as we see fit. Hey, I came up with some clever branding of my own. <laughs> Either way, I'll take the opportunity to give a little more of a look into the events that led to the family splitting up during the saga's time frame as well as the origins of the sixth sense called the Fennec Tingle. <laughs> At this point, I'm using the term just because I want to hear Red X say it, Orson Welles Cackle.mp4. <laughs> Is that it? I don't think that's it. <laughs> I, I said we should call it the Fennec Fields or something like that. It's got the alliteration and everything. I'm not super comfortable with Tingle, especially the Tingle from Legend of Zelda. Now then, let's jump into the first half of the tale, after we of course meet the cast. Fennec, protagonist narratio, it's-a me, Margaret! <laughs> what? <laughs> the same dorky Fennec Fox that was the punching bag of Serpent Beard throughout that tale, which has been listed as a compilation, I guess I'll throw that in the description for you. At this time, I was dealing with the fallout of a divorce between my parents, which led to a lot of the events that happened in this time frame. However, in this case, I was largely a secondary party to the events that are described within this tale. Known to have an ability, the Fennec Tingle, <laughs> a form of sixth sense for assholery and later neckbeardism. Yes, indeed, you can hone your skills. It's like Gadar, but for neckbeards. <laughs> Lioness. Sister Kiss Love Lornica, the best little sister that I could have asked for, was quite a fierce teenager, only to mellow out temporarily following her high school years, the subject of manipulation by a clan of hillbilly pricks who whisked her away to the mean streets of, uh, Savannah, Illinois. Hey, the streets look very threatening to me. <laughs> and she ended up in a relationship with Shade Squidbilly. Donorous Genetica. Oh no. Your sister's gonna have a beard, baby? I don't like, can we back out? <laughs> he is the namesake of this story and a monster of a man who was horrifically actually able to throw off the Fennec Tingle. Well, you see, you hadn't honed your abilities at this time. He was hiding his power level. <laughs> he had a couple of minor neckbeard tendencies but was not a neckbeard, so to speak. He was much worse. I don't know, man. Neckbeards get pretty bad. <laughs> His real name, while not actually Shade, 
was just as indicative of how vile he was. It was Lucifer! <laughs> Python, Serpentus Minorum, Shade's sister, and the horrible snake in the grass that led to the further division of our family with honeyed words that were designed to lure Lioness away from us, an absolute canvas of poor cosmetic decisions to boot. Let's just say the tats and piercings of choice were uh, less than pleasant. Oh, come on, don't come at body mods. <laughs> Unless you're going to, like, detail what made them so bad. Fennec Mom Maternicus Policia, the badass mother that raised Lioness and I, and a hell of a forensic scientist. Hey, high five. <laughs> Dragged your author with her to visit Lioness during her first week of motherhood. Willingly, don't worry, I went of my own accord. Oh, I thought the motherhood was willing. I mean, I guess it was at the time before she found out how this uh, shade squid Billy fellow actually is. That's the saddest part of this tale. I'm already sad. We're not even in the story. <laughs> Fennec Mom was a major player in the climax of this tale, running a rescue operation that we are eternally grateful to her for, along with her new love, Step Fennec, Paternitus Superior, a great man with the voice of Hank Hill himself, <laughs> and a far better father than Fennec Dad ultimately proved to be. He was the one who spearheaded the rescue operation. Also, a man of the law with the coolest handlebar mustache. Coolest handlebar mustache. <laughs> I don't know if that really applies, but all right. Again, I'm going to take your word for it. Fennec Dad, Paternitus Divorcum, our birth father. A man whose personality changed drastically from several factors, particularly a stroke, and later on, the loss of the use of his right arm. God, he's having a rough one, isn't he? And then his wife left him? Ah, I think I went over this in Serpent Beard, but I still feel kind of bad for him. Although if he transformed into a dick, like, yeah, you can't save them all, Fennec Mom, you gotta find your own happiness. I do understand at least that part. Lion Cub, Nisicus Adoribus, the child of Lioness and Shade, and a big factor in Lioness's returning to her previous ferocity. The Squidbillies, Familia Rednecicus, so named for being the human equivalent to the cartoon characters. Aside from Mama Squidbilly, who was a legitimately good person, they were all just a load of morons who conspired to lure a good girl out of her home. I mean, your sister went willingly... What was the lure? God damn, that's a long cast list, man. <laughs> We're almost to the story, I promise. Select your stage! As this tale took place over a long stretch of time, it stretched across a few cities. Namely, the Dales and Dalesport from part one of Serpent Beard, the Dust Bowl cities on the northern edge of eastern Oregon that were mentioned in part three. Seriously, try out our whiskey. I need a laugh. Alright, send it on over, I'll drink it, <laughs> eventually. And there was a new setting, the rural areas of Illinois and Iowa, specifically an Illinois town known as Savannah, or as I prefer, the land of confusion. Never visit this town. There's no exports except for tumbleweeds and people who end their sentences in gotta goo. <laughs> if you're from Savannah, I'm not ready to apologize yet. Where's the gaba goo? <laughs> The doctor said no more gabagoo. <laughs> hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? Ha, ha. I don't even know what the hell gabagoo is supposed to mean.
Oh, it's gotta go. Gotta go. Like, they're leaving? Is it? I'm fucking confused, bro. So, <laughs> with the players picked and the stage set, let's dive on into our tale. The scoop on Shade Squidbilly, the douchebag DNA donor, side A, a lioness to Claude. So, the best place to start would be talking about my sister a little bit. Lioness was always a ferocious gal in high school, whereas your author, Fennec, was more of a wallflower type. Didn't like the nonsense of most high school drama, so I did my best to stay out of it when Fennec Mom and Fennec Dad didn't outright force socialization upon me. Still not sure why I couldn't just stay home and play my GameCube instead of wasting my time at home promening or whatever. <laughs> why dance poorly to kids bopped rock songs when I could be roundhouse kicking Ganado Monk's head into pace or battling with anime armored core knockoffs? I don't know, it's like one of those social development things or something like that. Now that I'm 30, I don't have to do any of that anymore. <laughs> I just say, no, I keep to myself. But yeah, when you're young, I, I guess it's important, maybe. Ask me about my three-year-old growing up in quarantine. Then I, I got some sad stories about uh, lack of socialization for you. But that's for another day. Lioness, though, she thrived in the areas that I withered in. She joined sports teams at every opportunity, enjoyed going out and hanging out with other students in our little corner of the world, and in general just took to everything, like a fish to water, or like a squid to water. <laughs> she also didn't take any shit, ever. If someone gave her guff, she pushed right back. It's what made her admirable, even when she and I would fight. And that is the way to go. Fight for your right. Stand up for what you believe, lest you become neckbeard smoosh. However, she always had a bit of an unlucky streak with men. Like, a long one. Now, I'm not going to point to that unlucky streak as being related to her relationship with Fennec Dad, who seems to be kind of an asshole, but uh, I'm thinking it <laughs> really loud. So, just for example, her first boyfriend dumped her while she was visiting him over Christmas, just before she made an hour's drive home. Please, refrain from wham jokes. <laughs> Last Christmas. Alright, that's all you get. <laughs> this always infuriated me, and it was the moment that proved that I was right about him from the second that I met him, and that I possessed the finick tingle <laughs> because, to that point, a first meeting face-to-face -face that gave me a bad feeling had never been wrong. Whenever this sense kicked in, it was usually characterized by a twitching sensation in my ear. I'm not sure how I developed this sense, but if I had to guess, it was the numerous instances of being bullied while growing up, thanks to a spectrum-based diagnosis, and that caused it to kick in. This sense did eventually evolve to where it could sense Neckbeard's at just a glance, but at this point, it only detected bad folk. It's interesting that it honed in on Neckbeards, because not all Neckbeards are bad folk, you know? There's some good beards out there, or at least beard lights. <laughs> now on to the subject of Fennec Dad's change. So, up until about age 16, Fennec Dad was a great parent and a loving husband, well, that throws my theory about uh, your sister's bad relationships out the window, doesn't it? <laughs> he, 
He cared a lot about me and Lioness, as evidence from trying to get me to socialize above, and he did in fact try to be a good parent, if trending towards more traditional parenting from like the 40s or 50s, well that means the use of like, for example, mouth soap or swattings. <laughs> yeah, I remember good old mouth soap, boy. These days I do curse like a sailor, but one, I was a sailor, and two, I'm making up for lost time. <laughs> Yeah, not the internet prank swattings, but like spankings, you know? I had those too. However, Fennec Dad's personality changed and changed hard when we were at the county fair and he collapsed. He had suffered a relatively minor stroke, but even so, the stroke changed something about his brain chemistry. He became a lot snarkier and he lost some of his brain to mouth filter, now swearing a lot more frequently. Essentially, he turned into Ken Titus. Quit being a wussy, MP4. <laughs> okay, Dave, it's time to teach you to learn how to swim. Now, don't be a wussy. <laughs> See, about now is where I would make a joke about the dangers of uh, funnel cake. <laughs> but it doesn't seem quite appropriate, so uh, just pretend that I said it later. <laughs> he also started to... Well, kinda just ignore Lioness, which didn't do a lot for her self-image. Ah! My theory might be correct still. <laughs> Probably why she threw herself so much into her high school activities. Anyways, getting back on track, things sort of petered out for Lioness's ferocity once we were both out of high school. She and I didn't really do so well in our scant years of college, two and a half for myself and about three for her, and things got worse around that time. In addition to Fennec Dad's personality change from his stroke, he lost the use of his arm to an unfortunate pinched nerve, making him angrier than we had ever seen. Jesus Christ, dude. I gotta wonder how stuff like that happens. It's just like bad RNG or something like that? A stroke and then a pinched nerve that makes you lose function of your right arm. Oh god, I can't imagine. I would be pissed off too. And he was so pissed off that he was threatening to throw both of his kids out on the street, kinda angry. Dealing with Fennec Dad's sudden personality shift actually drove Lioness to move in with her next boyfriend, who, well, he wasn't a bad person and did not set off the Fennec tingle. He was less than intelligent and tried to coerce her into an open relationship. Uh didn't work, thank god. <laughs> and she came back shortly before the fateful day in July, when Fennec Dad threw his accusation at Fennec Mom of no longer loving him in front of our entire family at our tribal ancestors' reunion picnic. Fennec Mom had been nothing but loving and supportive through the years, even after he had changed, but that accusation tanked all of it in a single minute. I mean, you said he's lacking that brain-to-mouth filter, you know? Maybe she's just looking for the window to get out. Either way, I think we could all accept that it is not sustainable. After a massive fight at home the next day, and talking to my paternal aunt about what the hell to do, she threw Dad out of the house and was allowed to temporarily live there for a little under a year. In that time frame, we met our future stepfather, Stepfennec! Now, while I didn't like some of his behavior patterns, it wasn't because he was an asshole, but rather 
Well, Step Fennec, he's weird. I'm still not entirely convinced that he's not from another star system, but weird though Step Fennec may be, he is a good person who cares for his family, Step, or blood. And the tingle didn't trigger when I met him, so it was a pleasant surprise to have a new father figure after losing Fennec Dad as one in my teens. Yeah, but she's banging the dude, like, in the father's house. Ah, goddamn, dude, I'm so conflicted. This really isn't even the, the crux of the story, is it? <laughs> I guess I just think too much. The divorce was still hard on one person, though, and that was Lioness. She'd always seen their marriage as the proof that true love had existed since she was little, and to see it self-destruct really hit her hard. As such, she now threw herself into a new job at Big Orange Hardware Store, <laughs> giving it everything out of a desire to get her mind off of the melting down of our family. We liked Step Fennec, but his presence still reminded her of the failure of Fennec Dad and Fennec Mom's marriage. She barely talked to any of us and would simply focus on her job. Until a woman named Python slithered into Dalsport. Oh, he did the same joke. God damn it. <laughs> Don't worry. She's not related to Servant Beard in any way. But she is still a snake. So Python came from the area of Illinois, had traveled a lot, and had settled in our area as a means of raising the money to get back home at least as she claimed. Now to her credit, Python was a good cook, and I actually learned some things about Creole cooking from her while she was still around, but this is the only really good thing that I can say about her, as this woman sent the Fennec Tingle into what I refer to as the Red Flag Rumba. Her appearance of being covered in piercings and unpleasant tattoos her shadowy makeup and her sunken-in eyes are still burned into my soul, like Tetris graphics into a projection TV screen. <laughs> On top of that, I always got a distinctly horrific feeling whenever she smiled, and whenever I heard them talking, I noticed that she was using buzzwords that were designed to hit Lioness's weak point. Yeah, maybe she could just read people like that. Users and abusers also have a sixth sense, unfortunately, and uh, they know who to prey on and what buttons to push. In particular, Python talked about her desire to become a shop owner, a baker to be more specific, and I recognized this as something that my sister always mentioned wanting to do. I knew guiding words when I heard them, so she was stalking her on Facebook or something? How did she know about your sister wanted to be a baker? Unfortunately, there is no Lioness Tingle, to my knowledge, and alas, Lioness was taken in by her words, and in a moment of weakness, Python struck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, since I've saved enough money now, I'm moving back to Illinois. You should come with me and we'll open a bakery together. 
What's the long-term plan here? <laughs> oh my god, yes, I agree. You have yourself a partner, Python. At this point, I tried to talk Lioness out of it. Fennec Mom jumped in to talk her down as well. Fennec Dad, well, he took the divorce as his chance to just completely wash his hands of being a father to Lioness, so he said nothing. Remember, this was a long time before the sudden epiphany around the time that I left town. For those who read or listened to the Serpentbeard saga, remember when I said I never hated him more than when he sent me into a panic spiral during the trip to PyCon? I lied! Dutch Schwarzenegger. I lied. This was, in fact, Fennec Dad's worst moment. Eventually, Lioness snapped at us for telling her not to leave for parts unknown, and told us that we didn't have the right to stop her from going, and in the heat of it all, called me an artard who just went along with Fennec Mom in trying to stifle her. Yikes. I guess I understand some tension between siblings, but my respect for Lioness has just dropped about five points. Not cool. Not cool at all. So yeah, go! Fly, baby bird! Into the world and make your own goddamn mistakes. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling now. Never mind that I was the first one to speak up and say that I had a bad feeling. No, apparently to her, I was just Mama Stooge who was singing backup. But more importantly, calling me something that I heard far too often from people in high school caused me to just kind of shut down. Bear in mind, I largely subscribe to the Christopher Titus school of thought on the R word, and that is, I think it suits people who have all their faculties about them, but still manage to willfully get themselves into bad situations, but using it on people considered to be handicapped is despicable. And I don't subscribe to that, <laughs> I think the word is all around despicable. I think people have the right to say it, and uh, I think that I have the right to think less of them for saying it. <laughs> So, I gave up. I told Lioness to go ahead and leave. She was going to form the C-word cake shop with Python. I'm not proud of saying it. Hell, Fennec Mom was shocked that I was willing to use the C-word. But I really no longer gave a damn what Lioness did with her life, so I backed off. I mean, she's flinging epithets, you're flinging epithets. <laughs> Everybody's just as bad at each other at this point. Let's just uh, give a little room to breathe and see if everybody will come back with a, a cooler head a little bit later. December of 2011 arrived. Lioness and Python had packed up their stuff and they got on the road. I didn't say goodbye. I refused to give my blessing. Okay, cooler heads have not prevailed. <laughs> she canned her worms. Now she would have to lie in them or something like that. Lioness even burned the bridge with Big Orange Hardware Shop by refusing to work past her two weeks' notice when they asked her to stay just a little longer. Whatever, fuck them. <laughs> I gave you the two weeks. Isn't that enough for you? Not my problem any longer. Get your shit together. I will burn that bridge too. <laughs> As a result, she got blackballed from ever working for the company again, which tanked her job prospect for the move, and yet she still chose to go. Yeah, she was going to be a baker. I ain't no hardware girl no more. I'm a baker now. <laughs> it sounds like she really wasn't passionate about that job anyways. I have to applaud her for trying to follow her dreams honestly. You don't like this job? Good. 
quit. Blackballed, that's great. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just going to move to Illinois and go be miserable in Illinois in basically the same fucking job. Live your life. Find your calling. All right, Lioness is creeping back up in the rankings just because she's got those big steel brass balls. <laughs> she's like, I'm going. I'm doing what I want. Hell, I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now, either with my job or my wife or my kids, if I hadn't taken the leap on multiple occasions. So yeah, do it. What's the worst to happen? You fall down. Whoopie-doo. Or possibly end up with a, a beard baby, but I guess I didn't really have to worry about that part. <laughs> it's a different story for Lioness, but I still encourage her to go. Anyways, when she left, my mom just shut down and would not talk. Step Fennec and I did our best to comfort her, but no one was happy with this situation. Even my old high school friend Gribble moving back to town and in with us for a short time was not enough to quell that bad feeling in my gut. Speaking of, we'll have a story to tell regarding Gribble in the future. You don't know me. I am unknowable. Is <laughs> Dale Gribble, right? You don't know me. I am unknowable. Namely, the story will be about the forming and eventual dissolution of our friendship, but for now, we stick to the tale at hand. Lioness and Python made it to Savannah, Illinois, and sure enough, the Fennec Tingle had not betrayed me. After Lioness temporarily moved in with the Squidbillies, Python's family, Python immediately packed herself off and fucked off to Texas. <laughs> at this moment, readers... I would like someone to pick up the phone because I fucking called it. <laughs> uh, God, that's a great saying. I'm going to lift that too. You fool of them, Fennec. It's great. Lioness, surprisingly, took being abandoned in the middle of Shitball County rather well and was able to get on her feet with help from Mama Squidbilly. Yeah, I guess she didn't want to go back home and tell everybody she was wrong. I get that too. Mama Squidbilly was an extremely good person and did her best to help my sister out in her new hometown. Lioness even got a job as a quiche-as-fuck fruit-insect-named restaurant and eventually a better one at local Bolt Grocer, and she even managed to make a few friends in the area. Fruit-insect-named restaurant? What the hell's that? <laughs> I've not got to try to figure out either of those. I guessed Home Depot, and, and that was good enough for me. But then, Lioness met Shade, Python's younger brother, and just Lioness's age. His appearance, well, he kind of looked like an evil emo Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> At least from the couple of pics that Lioness showed us. Not sure what she saw in him, considering that he was completely different from anyone she dated before or since, but hey, you can't account for taste. Some people like circus peanut candies. Looking at you, Red X. Yeah, some people like candy corn too, bro. Shit's gross. <laughs> Happy Halloween also. <laughs> and I'm the only person I know who can't inhale candy corn. Yeah, like I said, it's disgusting. <laughs> you can't account for taste. Now, unless I meet a person face to face, the tingle doesn't go off. So looking at a couple of pictures of a person is not enough to trigger warning signals. I'll admit that I didn't like the fact that he looked kind of like a tool. <laughs> but without the Fennec Tingle to rely on, I honestly couldn't say much. 
Fennec mom also didn't much like that they started to date so fast, but she held her tongue, having been young once herself. Yeah, but she's also kind of like automatically living with the dude, <laughs> which complicates things a little bit, but okay, I guess. That all went out the window when we saw a new picture online. This is Facebook of the two embracing. Fennec, what's wrong with that? Lots of people hugging pictures. So what? <laughs> You're absolutely right. But now I must query this. How many photos have you seen of two people embracing while the male is holding a hunting knife against the female's fucking back? Oh, God. That got me some horrible shivers. I don't like that at all, dude. Immediately back to serious mode. I'm like, holy shit. She's going to get murdered. She went states away and she's just going to get murdered and dumped in a swamp. Does Illinois have swamp? I don't think they do. But a woods somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. At that moment, I said, fuck the tingle. I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> Fennec feels it's better. It didn't even matter at this point, and I was certain that if I did meet him, the tingle would go into full-blown Fennec burning sensation. <laughs> Ew, that doesn't sound right. Let's stick with tingle. Yeah, tingle sounds right to you, though? Bruh, <laughs> I don't know what to say here. Moving on. Fennec Mom and I both went ballistic. We immediately got in touch with her through a phone call and yelled at her about how horrible it was that he would hold the knife to her back in the picture. But of course, Lioness defended the picture, saying, He didn't expect to be taking a picture, and he didn't have time to put the knife down. Subtle facial cues dot L.A. Noir. Not expecting the picture is one thing. Posting it on Facebook for every fucking buddy to see what a weirdo you are is a completely different thing. So yeah, bullshit. That was a power move, if I ever saw one. It was an action that says, I love you, but if you step out of line, this is going right into your spine. I told Lioness that she was wrong. But of course, being as defensive as she was, she refused to listen to reason. <sighs> Whatever. At least we're a step up from calling each other R-tard and C-word. After the call ended, Fennec Mom and I talked with each other about our misgivings about Shade. We vented a bit, went to the local haunted house-themed restaurant and arcade for dinner, vented more as we ate, and felt a little bit better. From that point, I stuck around my mom, and we would talk to Lioness whenever she called, getting status updates every couple of weeks. It wasn't perfect, but we managed somehow. It's going to go so bad, dude. One day, the fucking phone's not going to ring for a couple of weeks. You're going to realize, oh, God, I hate it. Ugh. How do I make it stop? By getting to the end, I suppose. <laughs> Eventually, we got a call in early May. When my mother was preparing to move out to live with Step Fennec at the Dust Bowl, while I would stay behind until my trip to PyCon had passed, I picked up the phone and it was Shade. Hey, this is Fennec, right? Yeah. Why are you calling us? Did something happen to Lioness? Uh, kinda. 
Is your mom there? Oh, God. No. <laughs> what happened? No, it's nothing. Just, can I talk to your mom? Whatever you have to say, you can tell me. She's outside packing the trailer with boxes. Spill. Obviously, I was still rather jaded about this guy. And then the venomous statement was spoken. Well, uh, congrats on becoming an uncle. Becoming an uncle. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> John Tron. Oh, no. Dot MP4. Oh, God, it's a fate worse than death. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, that poor woman carrying a beard, baby. <sighs> Thus concludes side A of this tale. To hear the rest of the story, turn the tape over. It'll take me a few days to turn the tape over. I got to figure out this newfangled Casio. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist making reference to those old read-along tapes. But this does conclude the first half of the tale of Lioness's frustrations with Shade Squidbilly. The next half is where it truly gets unpleasant. Oh, God. <laughs> How much more can we do? Thanks for tuning in to this special session of Massively Multiplayer Online Group Therapy. <laughs> As we prepare to tell the second half of this story in the next post. Things are about to get a whole lot darker, but as they say, it is always darkest just before the dawn. For now, though, this sideburn story is Spanish Guitars to be continued. I'll be the roundabout. See you, Space Cowboy. <laughs> kind of mashing in your references at the end there, but <laughs> I'm with it. I'm following. I, I seen the Cowboy Bebop before. <laughs> it also reminds me of that song by Steve Miller Band, probably more than Cowboy Bebop. But yes, indeed, uh, I was so proud of Lioness for stepping out on her own, but uh, stepping out on your own means you got to make your own decisions, and sometimes they ain't the best decisions that can be made. Dating somebody that you currently live with, yeah, you know what that's going to lead to. And then you know what that thing that you're doing is going to lead to <laughs> once you start doing it. It's just a matter of time. The countdown to doomsday begins. So yeah, your sister's dating a psychopath. I guess all we can really do is uh, sit back and hope and pray and watch as she somehow manages to get away. At least, I'm pretty sure that's how the story ends up going. Otherwise, we wouldn't be hearing about it. Ugh, but it's going to be a bumpy ride until then. Regardless, I did still enjoy the video. I hope you guys did as well. If you did, please don't forget to like, comment, and or subscribe. Maybe share the video around if you should like. I promise, part two is coming sooner than you think. We're going to have a very squidly November, at least at the start. <laughs> and I like that. We also got a bunch of links in the description, playlists and podcasts and plugs if you're looking for something different from the channel. Oh, and there's also my social medias, Twitter, Discord, Facebook. If you want to come through, say hello. I would appreciate that. Yes. We've also got my Patreon and my gorgeous, wonderful, beautiful, generous patrons. My God, look at them all. <laughs> I would like to thank them all as I do every video. So thank you very much. Robert Waits, Baron Von Waggy Pants, Jarhead Jerry, Ooh Raw, River Jerry, Blue Blue Blue. 
<laughs> Rogue, TSM Kirby, Twisted Child, Captain Clown Jerry, Hong Kong, Cinema Susie, Fire Drake, Giggle Jerry, <laughs> Latin, Livingston loves Jerry, so does Red X, Silent Revolver, Sergeant Jelly Donut, Sundari Jerry, Baka, Aaron W, Althea Blue, Ananaki, Asian Persuasion Jerry, Yeah, Assassin Pug Jerry, Bang Bang, Grizzly, Bailey Joy, Bearded Jerry, Watch out for that guy. <laughs> Becca, Bitch Gremlin, Blade the Hero, Blameless Fish, Blip Bloop Jerry, <laughs> Camille Sarah, Cherish Kitsune, Commander J Tank, Princess Furry Worry, Ooh Jerry, Deltarune Jerry, Dennis Dayton, I'm still kind of weirded out by that, but okay, <laughs> Dinosaur Nightlight, Disposable Waifu, Aaron Lennox, Gypsy, Hadrian BR, Heathcliff, It's Morphin Time, Tom Power, Mr. Tom, Oh no, it's happening! <laughs> a pimp named Jay Crisp. Yes, you have to say the whole thing. J.M. Coon, Jerry with an eye that is a different Jerry. The original Jerry, of course. Jerry! Jerry Blacktail, Jerry T. Herapist, Jerry the Small Jerry than the other Jerrys. <laughs> John Hero, Simbofa, because if your boofing is free, Jerry! <laughs> Tell it to the Jerry. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, Kira M. Kitsikin. Kruhi! <laughs> Is that... I don't know what that's referencing. I'm very scared. Lady Jerry Nix. Miss Monday. Little Lone Wolf. Lord Lionel. Jack's Rule. Vanilla Mel. Malgar the Destroyer. Mint Jerry Chip. The freshest of the Jerry's. I will say that about Mint Chip. Gives you a good mouthfeel. <laughs> Thank you for making us feel like we brushed our teeth. When in actuality, you are coating it in sugar. <laughs> Mirthful Baker, my boy Nat One Nick, Natari, Nightmare Jerry, oh no! <laughs> or Gabby Jerry, Gotta Fold Them All, Phantom of the Pines, Jerrykins, and Jerry Beth. Sidestep, Redwind, Rosemary Miller, Satori, Cider Drinker, Serrated Ash, Staples, Jerry, <laughs> Stephanie Goodner, Synaptic Boomstick, Brilliant Tamago, Tapioca Boogaloo, Tato Ferret, Teddy the Police, Tenton Monster, The Guy with the Marble, I think their name's Jerry. <laughs> I don't know why it's like Travolta voice. The One True Fusky, Token Black Jerry. <laughs> Will Wilmags, You're a Wizard Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another different Jerry. 211 Jerry, the return of Jerry. A normal Jerry who is neighbor of 211 Jerry. <laughs> Welcome back, Jerry. <laughs> you guys are killing me. Uh, hunter of Jerry, devourer of all things tasty, it is Tom. Ooh, there's two Toms and like 50 plus Jerry's. I ain't worried too much. <laughs> Admiral A Tech, Emera, A Z, Banish Knight, Barbushka's forgotten the joke. <laughs> uh, it happens, bro. Cake Jerry, the original different Jerry, California Jerry Girl, yay, carrot Jerry, goofy eyes, Chia CD, welcome to the fold, Ch -ch -ch Chia, <laughs> Chris Mesca, Cinnamon Bunny Dog, Crip Titties. Cuban Jerry, smoke some with your dog. Defon Jerry, ghost of Alpha Goose says honk. HMT Mayor, Hydra Jerry, Irish Wish Watch. <laughs> Jerry Aldo Rivera. <laughs> Jerry Bean, yum yum. Jerry Roxers, yay. Jerry Zilla, defeated by the Toms. No, surely not. <laughs> How could this come to pass? 
John Indoors, JRPG, that is Jerry Role Playing Game, aka Bloody Butterfly Gaming, KJW, Kajow, Crafty Kitty Cat, Lapigi Jerry, Ooh, Life of a Guardian, Little Ann Woods, Hey, Maybe Next Time, Midnight Sun, Milkfed Gimp, Miss Duchess, Naga Viper, Gaming Cam Princess, Rosalie Jerry, Congrats on the Marriage. <laughs> Ghosty Riga, Raptor Art, Saint's Blessing, Silurian King, Snarry, that's Snom Jerry, <laughs> Spoony the Rogue, Steampunk Ellie, the Necro Jerry Con, the not the original Jerry, <laughs> and the most different Jerry who might be. Oh, and also uh, Magdalene Marshall Thornrose, <laughs> who's supposed to be in there somewhere. Ah, promise, swearsies, it's just a fact, and it's totally science. Go ahead and look it up, and by it, I mean another Red X video, if you please. <laughs> Thank you guys all so much for killing it on the Patreon. Good God! I'm absolutely loving it. End of the month is here. Payments going through. I'll get that patron email out pretty shortly. But I do hope some people will consider signing up for next month's patron emails. You know what I'm saying? That'd be pretty cool. But if you can't do it right now, don't sweat it too hard, friends. I just appreciate you coming on through, hanging out with me, and I hope you come on back and do the same thing again tomorrow. In order to do so, you need to keep yourself safe out there, wash your hands, but also take some time out and do something that you personally enjoy today. Maybe like, uh, watching some more Red X videos, I hope. <laughs> Always remember, friends, that you are loved, you are worthy, and you definitely definitely deserve it. I shall see you in the next one, and until then, friends, bye-bye.